If you've had dreams of starting your own side hustle, make sure to check out Curve Health Online. They have an iPad, iPhone, and Android app, and they only take home 7% of whatever it is you charge. Otherwise, it's free for their all-in-one computer vision, exercise library, HIPAA-compliant messaging system, and telehealth platform. Again, check it out at modmt.com slash curve, C-U-R-V, and make sure to tell them Dr. E sent you. Welcome to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, your perfect commute resource with physio failures, successes, interesting cases, and more from the physio and rehab world with your host, Drs. Andrew Rothschild and Urson Religioso. Topical analgesics help patients alleviate pain and reduce discomfort. I recommend and use Helix Professional Pain Relief Creams with my patients. Helix has three new creams they've added to their line of topical analgesics. Joining their pain relieving cream is Triactive Therapy Cream, CBD Therapy, and CBD Clinical Creams. My patients have been raving about these creams, and that's why I'm offering you an opportunity to try these in your practice. Email my exclusive promo code MMT2 to helix at helix4, the number four, pain.com to receive samples of these new professional pain relief creams and find a medical supply distributor near you. You'll get a starter kit with several samples, patient information brochures, and it's a great way to help patients and grow your practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and Modern Rehab Mastery, our live online four-month mentoring program. My co-host is... Dr. Andrew Rothschild with Modern Patient Education. All right. Well, I have the story today, and it's another lumbar story. Um, this one in particular, I talked about on MMT Insiders, my uh, online mentoring group. And uh, she was a patient who is uh, the wife of an um, old colleague of mine, a former coworker, really good old school manual therapist. I mean, this guy, he was um, like uh, very, very like always like really aggressive with his manipulations. He taught me the, the, the uh, old, I used to call it the sacral bomb. I don't know if you've ever, if you know what this one is, but it's like you, you have like a patient, you get into a um, like back to back and you interlock, interlock your arms at the elbow. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you hip hinge and then you like get the patient on you so that you're like fully supporting them. Yes. You kind of jump up and down so it distracts their sacrum because you're like sacrum to sacrum or something. Do you know that one? I do. I've never done it, but I, I know of it. Yeah. Well, I'm not exactly the biggest guy in the world. So I have to like pick and choose, you know, who I did that to, but I've done it a couple of times. He did it to me. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's a really good uh, Syriax trained manual therapist, among other things. So he, he definitely knew his his uh, manual therapy so he referred me his wife and um she had just had a tka and he was going to what um he called really average or terrible pt it was, it was a pops um you know they basically somehow packaged pt with the surgery which i'm not even necessarily sure if it's legal right like you just like oh yeah it's already packaged in so you just have to come here you know like i don't know <laughs> I've never heard of a package like that package deal. Like you get surgery and you get like 20 PTs thrown in or something. I don't know how that works, but anyway, he didn't like the PT. The wife didn't really like the PT. And um, after several visits, they, they ended up doing pro knee hang. And this was the left knee. Cause she was already missing 
I think flexion was not the big concern, but she was probably missing at least 20 degrees of extension. Um, and that was probably even prior to the total knee arthroplasty. So with a pro knee hang, which is not my favorite test or not my favorite, you know, long load, long duration, low load stretch. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. After that visit, several hours later, she came down with severe sciatic like symptoms mm. and he contacted me saying, you know, he tried everything he, he could think of. So he trusts me uh, to take a look at her. So I was kind of expecting, um, you know, before this, like in my mind that it was going to be the same side. You know, so when she walks in, she's walking with a cane, um, her left, left knee, it, it appears to be antalgic gait, but it's her left knee really didn't hurt. It was really just very stiff. She didn't have uh, terminal knee extension. She was still missing about 20 degrees. She was missing some knee flexion too, but she was also shifted to the left, <clears throat> which I wasn't expecting. You know, I was kind of expecting that she would be shifted to the right. It'd be some kind of lumbar loading issue. I would just laterally shift it to the left and magically her knee would get better too. You know, like that's, that's kind of like the home run that I was thinking to really impress my former colleague. <laughs> um, but it turns out that it was her right leg um, and it wasn't lumbar per se. At least her complaint was mostly around her hip joints. So he said, you know, I've been, I thought it was bursitis. I tried to do a lot of long axis distractions and it, it just made it it didn't make it better or make it worse. She said the only thing that made it better was um, <clears throat> doing a lot of knees to chest. But for me, when it, you know when it when it's a hip pain or any kind of lower quarter, knees to chest um, may temporarily relieve it. But I think that it's kind of making it worse. At least it doesn't restore the ability to accept load. So I tried loading at first, um, and she was very tender around like the the greater trochanter. Um, but, you know, I tried, I tried to describe to my colleague who was probably not the biggest fan of pain science, if, if even ever he came across it before he retired. Um, but I did, I did send them both Greg Lehman's book. And that's like one of the things that I do when someone schedules an appointment with me. And she really felt a lot better about her pain. Um, and I, I asked her husband, I said, Hey, what do you think of that book? And he said, it was like my worst nightmare. <laughs> um, so he didn't really enjoy it, but, but it immediately put her at ease. And, you know, I, I try, you know, I described to them both that I don't think it's a bursitis, especially because, um, one of the first techniques I tried because she really couldn't weight bear very well, um, due to her left knee, not having good extension. Um, <clears throat> I tried just like a rotation mobilization where I laid her on her right side which at first was painful until I started rotating her trunk the opposite way. So I was loading the right side and, you know, gapping the left side, according to the patterns that I teach. So after several sets of this, she was completely pain-free. Her gait was no longer antalgic, but it still looked odd just because of her lack of left knee motion. Uh, at the end of that visit, I also said, hey, you know what? I don't want you to do pro knee hang. I want you to use this product that uh, I sell with, um, you know, I, I co-sell with my future uh, modern post-op rehab um, collaborator, Dr. Dennis Trubig, the knee terminator. Um, it's just, you know, two straps that go over the knee so you can actually stretch it in sitting as opposed to the pro knee hang. It's a much shorter lever, much more comfortable. So she thought that was better. She was really, really happy. Um, I gave her side glides. She was able to tolerate side glides in standing <clears throat> after the rotations. 
after that first visit, I thought, oh, this is going to be great. She's just basically going to come back for only knee rehab because she also wanted to switch her knee rate rehab um, away from the pops. So then she contacts me somewhere between the first and second visit of which we had maybe two, uh, three or four days in between and said, you know, the pain came back after two days and, um, you know, I don't think the exercises are working. So she, she comes back and, um, I, I, I checked the exercise. She was doing the side glides, but she wasn't quite going to end range. I was able to, um, get her pain free again. And I said, Hey, look, you know, I, I think that just, uh, there's something else you're doing, you know, that what else are you doing throughout the day? If the side glides relieve it, but, and especially if you're able to go from like an eight out of 10 constant pain to intermittent pain and completely abolished pain for two days, you know, like for me, a rapid responder is like, if someone can have their pain relieved for hours, they're probably a rapid responder. And I always tell people, if your pain relief is maybe like seconds or minutes and it comes back despite, you know, your and a therapist's best efforts, and that that's more of a difficult case. But literally, if your pain was gone for two days and it was constant before, then we know that you're doing, you're, you're probably doing something to negate the effects of the resets. So it turns out that um, she also excuse me. She also, uh, said that she likes to crochet and she sits for like five or six hours a day. And that's before she actually, you know, watches TV with her husband at night. So I said, Hmm. all right, well, let's get you a a standing workstation, you know, like why don't you try to crochet in standing and, um, try to do the side glides more often. I want you to avoid prolonged sitting. All right. So she goes home again, very hopeful, pain-free, uh, this time the pain comes back after maybe two or three days again. Um, now the side glides aren't working. So she says, I think I'm going to go back to the doctor. And her husband says, I think I'm going to go back to the surgeon. But um, the surgeon recommended then she goes sees a physiatrist. The physiatrist um, wants to give her like a, a a spinal or something like that, some sort of injection. Um, the It didn't really... It, it kind of relieved her pain. And then he says, okay, then I want you to do these press-ups. So she goes home and she does press-ups, whereas previously she was her directional preference was side glides because she had a lack of ability to load the right side. She tells me that the, these press-ups that she's doing is making her worse. Mm-hmm. So then her husband calls and, or she calls the doctor and they get the PA and the PA says, okay, discontinue this. And she's like, well, if you can believe this, what he's saying now is just to do the side glides. Cause he basically just like emailed her a picture of side glides. <laughs> oh, nice. So after that, she gets mad and she comes back to me. So I'm like, okay, well let's do this all over again. I do the rotations. I do the side glides. I have to add some isometric, some other kind of fancy stuff. She is again, hundred percent pain-free. So, you know, she, 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 it's a, it's quite a roller coaster because she keeps on going from really, really happy so that she can be pain free as soon as she leaves with me and during the visit to somehow she can't maintain it. Yeah. Um, the next visit again, it was good. It was like a hundred percent better for about a day and a half, but this time I started adding a lot of walking. Hey, you know what? Let's start, you know, really going on those like two 10 minute walks a day to break up that prolonged sitting. I know you're still crocheting. Uh, you're probably sitting longer than you think. So let's break that up. On the first walk went well. The second walk on 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 day two, it somehow makes her worse. So she comes in again, and then I look at her, 
And then because her gait was a little bit more stable um, and her knee was slowly, slowly getting better, I, I, I realized, oh, she has a Trendelenburg gait. And so on the right side, not the left side. So she's literally, every time she wavers on the right, she's unloading with every step. And that's probably negating the effects of the side glide. So mm. I test her glute med. It's really weak. The left side's actually stronger, even though she had a total knee arthroplasty on that side. Uh, I give her some glute med strengthening. So then for the next couple of days, walking is better. But then again, she comes back and it's, you know, all her hip pain is back, but not quite as bad. She's getting really frustrated at this point. So I just said, you know, I, again, I think you're doing something. You're doing something. And then her husband sends me, this is this is how she's doing the knee terminator at night. So she had bought a lumbar support from me, uh, but she was sitting with the lumbar support in, um, <clears throat> in long sit, you know, using the knee terminator. Ah. <laughs> uh. And, the, and it was in a couch that was like a bucket seat. So her hips were lower. So basically like a prolonged slump test. Yes, like a prolonged slump. And I don't know how long she was doing that, probably like two or three times a day. But for the duration of the the, the passive knee stretch, so I said, okay, uh, I need you to do this on a more upright chair. Plus, I'm actually going to um, tape your spine. And, you know, again, between like the, the lumbar support and the spinal taping, in an anterior pelvic tilt. These are things that I used to do for like so many kind of what Mackenzie would call posterior derangement patients, but I haven't done since I just basically adopted, you know, two walks a day, more frequent movement. I always say, oh yeah, I don't correct posture anymore. But this was the most flexion sensitive patient I have come across in so long, probably over 10 years. So finally, after the lumbar taping and after the, you know, breaking up the the knee terminator uh long long duration low load stretching finally 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 she was able to maintain a completely pain-free state but it, it took a while yeah so just yeah. Yeah, digging and digging and like you said people don't even realize sometimes what they're what they might be doing that contributes because it does it may not bother them in the moment yeah. Right. From a position or activity, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and the, the sitting didn't typically bother her. You know, sleeping bothered her or, or being upright bothered her. But yeah, she didn't, uh, especially while she, while she was crocheting and probably really enjoying it because it's one of her favorite things to do. Um, you know, that in and itself is a distraction and not a joint distraction, but a mental distraction. Right, right. right. Yeah. Did, so that, yeah, uh, there were a lot of negatives, a lot of things, as Greg would say, her? filling up the cup there. Did, did you do the the LCAP test with her? Um, I did, but I just wasn't sure like how well she would do. Um, just because of like the left side yeah. was still missing some. You know, it's not like her gait was perfect. Um, but I didn't even bother with the LCAP just because her glute med was so weak. Like it was barely a three on the right side. Gotcha. Um, but I think it was more an inhibition because that strength came back, or at least it was like maybe a four by the time she she left and her Trendelenburg gate had gone away. So I don't really know if it was weakness or inhibition. I mean, I would say it was inhibition if it kind of strength changed that that quickly. But <laughs> excuse me, in terms of the L cap, because she couldn't even really stand evenly, I don't know how how um if I that's probably why I didn't test it. 
All right. So where can people find you, Andrew? Oh, people can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, uh, at a Rothschild PT. And of course, uh, modern rehab mastery and modern patient education. All right. Well, if you enjoy Untold Physio Stories, make sure to give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an interesting physio failure or interesting case, make sure to reach out to us on social media and get on the podcast. Untold Physio Stories is now sponsored by MyPT Insurance. Insurance just got easier. Through continued research, MyPT Insurance has crafted a policy that is economical and provides you with the peace of mind you need. Your extensive education, training, and experience as a PT allows you to assist clients in achieving their personal health goals. By practicing without individual professional liability insurance, you could be placing your career and future finances at risk. Whether you're a student, self-employed, or employed with a company, MyPT Insurance is here to provide affordable insurance coverage while protecting you and your patients. MyPT Insurance's plan also includes mobile coverage, which means it follows you wherever you work in the United States. Employed rates and self-employed rates are available. Visit myptinsurance.com edge to sign up today.